You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 28 with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamu alaikum everyone. I hope everybody is doing wonderful, wonderful. In today's episode, we will be speaking about kids account, different type of investment accounts available for kids. Investments and money-saving habits are something that should be taught to kids at an earlier age. I think we were at a very disadvantage because we never learned to manage money or to invest in high school or other classes. I believe there are only five states in the whole country that require financial education as a part of a curriculum in high school. And this is one of the most important skills that you need in life. So if your kids are older, it's uh, better to get them involved and uh, teach them that they can actually purchase companies like Disney, which they enjoy very much, and how to buy a share of it and how how that may grow in value for them. So it, it'll, it's very important to get them involved if they are older, but the investment part should start even earlier if you're able to do it. And the account type that you will be selecting for them depends really if they have earned income or if it's non-taxable income that you are putting down for them for investment. One of the major reasons to start early is that money has long time to grow and just keep accumulating the dividends and reinvesting the dividends and over time the money will have grown. For example, if you just put in $5,000 in in an account that is tax-free such as a 529 account which we will go into details for a little bit later then if you leave that money in there, just put in 5000 and nothing else, in 60 years, that money will have grown to over half a million at a return of just 7%. And on average, over the last 75 years, the stock market has had a return of close to 10%. So the money has a lot of time to grow and the dividends have a lot of time to get reinvested and regrown. So you may not have to put a lot of money away in an investment account for for you to see a huge, tremendous growth. The accounts that you will be picking are quite similar to what you would do as an adult, except that these are going to be custodial accounts. So in case if they do not have any taxable income and you are trying to save money for them, then there is something called Ujma and Utma. Ujma stands for Unity stands for Uniform Gift to Minor Act and Uttama stands for Uniform Transfer to Minor Act. And this is a custodial account where you will have the power to manage the money and to invest as you would want, but you can get them involved to see what they would like to pick. However, one thing with this account, this money will be handed over to your child either at age 18 or at age 21 depending on which state you are in. Thus the money in either the Utma or Ujma account is not 
yours. The money belongs to the child and you cannot repurpose it later to make use for yourself. That's a really important distinction to understand. And then second, your child will get complete control of these accounts when they reach adulthood, which is either 18 or 21, and they are allowed to do whatever they would like to do with that money. You cannot stop them. And another disadvantage of the Utma and Ujma account is that the income that this account generates may be tax taxable. So it will be taxed as an income coming from these accounts. So major distinction to understand, Utma or Ujma accounts belong to your kids. If you open these accounts, the money is there. You cannot take it back later. And the money is transferred over and they have full control when they are either 18 or 21, depending on the state that you are in. Other type of accounts to consider for kids would be account called a 529. Every state has a 529 account. These are education. These are supposed to be for educational purposes. They are educational accounts. Now you are able to also get state tax deduction in some states. New York gives you a tax deduction of $10,000. Now this tax deduction is only for state, not federal income taxes. And the benefits of this account is that this account belongs to you. you the kids are the beneficiary, whichever kid you pick to make the beneficiary, they are the beneficiary and you are the owner of the account. You may change the beneficiary at a later date. Let's say you are saving for your first child and your first child says that they do not want to go to college, but your second child wants to go to college. So you can transfer that money over to the second child or a niece or a nephew or even this money can be transferred down to your grandkids so they get to use that money if they decide to go to college. The other major benefit of 529 account is that the money grows tax-free. This is very important to understand that every money that you put in there, you will not have to put any sort of income tax on it, even if the money is growing and you are getting dividends on that money, you do not have to pay a tax as an income on this money. The disadvantage is that if later on, let's say you have an account that you started for $1,000, in 10 years it has grown to $10,000 and you do not need all that money for school. Your, own, your child only uses maybe two, $3,000 and now you have extra money sitting in the account and you want to use it for a different purpose. You don't want to use it for education, but maybe you want to buy a house, you want to make a down payment, you want to use it for, to buy a car. Then you, the money, when you withdraw, you will have to pay tax on it as uh, income tax and there will be a 10% penalty for using that money if it's not being used for educational purposes. If that money is being used for educational purpose, then you still pay no tax and you don't pay any, you don't pay any tax and you don't pay any penalty. And also again, 
the beneficiary of the account can be changed later and you may use that account for another kid or another relative. Another major benefit of this account is that let's say your child gets a scholarship and you do not need to use that money, then you are able to withdraw that money without giving penalty on it. Your child gets $10,000 in scholarship. You are able to take $10,000 out of the 529 account without the penalty, but you will likely have to pay the tax, which is still a huge benefit. And again, all states have 529 accounts. Some of the most famous accounts that have done very well are New York and Utah. I have my accounts with New York because I have New York state income and there's a small benefit that I get for contributing to New York 529 account. If your child has any earned income, let's say they are babysitting, they are walking the dog, or they're working at 7-Eleven or tutoring in high school, and, and they are still under the age of 18, then you can actually open up a retirement account for them. And the best type of account is a Roth IRA account. This money will grow tax-free as well. And the other benefit of Roth retirement account is that you are able to take that money out before retirement. You don't have to reach 59 and a half or 65 in order to be able to touch the money in a Roth account. There are different rules based on where you are, but there are a lot of flexibilities with this account. One example is that after the money has been in the Roth account for five years, you are able to take out $10,000 for your first home purchase and there's no penalty for that and no tax either. You are also able to use this money for educational purposes and mostly tax-free and penalty-free. So this account is the best if your child has any sort of earned income. The best thing to do would be not to withdraw that money out early, but let it sit there and they can use it when they retire. But if needed, then that money can be taken out and used earlier as well. Thus, so far we have discussed three different types of accounts, the Utma, Ujma, which belong to the kid. You do not have any control over the money. 529, which you are the owner and you can change the beneficiary whenever you like. And then the Roth retirement account or a traditional IRA, which also belongs to the kid, but they have a lot of benefits associated with that. Now, how do you go about and open these accounts? And those processes are very simple. It doesn't even take 10 to 15 minutes to go online and open these accounts. In the old days, you had the paperwork filling out and mailing the paper and trying to get things done. But now it's very simple. You go online to any of the major brokerage firms like Fidelity or Charles Schwab, and they have these options for custodial accounts and for 529 and for the IRA accounts. It literally takes 10 to 15 minutes to do this. Some things that you will need are your social security number, your child's social security number, their date of births, 
and the bank account information from where you'll be transferring the money from. So it's good to have this information handy and while you are opening the account so you can enter everything right away and get things started. Now you want to pick a brokerage firm with minimal fees, minimal commissions and minimal deposit requirements if you do not have a lot of money to put into the account so you want the minimal deposit requirements in order to avoid any fees and also how to pick what you want to invest in is again very similar to investing episode that we discussed on stock market you want to discuss something you want to pick something that will be a safe investment so low Low index funds are the best way to go. So either S&P 500 is a safe bet or the total stock market is a safe bet. If your kids are older and they want to play around, you could have some play around money where they get to pick a company or a particular stock like Disney or Apple or Google if they like those things and they can see how those are doing. But again, this money should be not the money that you'll be devastated if you lost that money. This money is something that you'll be okay if it gets lost. So just to review, very important to get kids started early on learning about different type of accounts and different type of investments and uh, introducing them to budgeting and saving money delaying gratification if they want to buy a toy and they're able to understand that they cannot buy everything that's out there and teaching them all these valuable skills at an early age is very important and it'll be helpful for them later on. I hope this was helpful and if I miscommunicated anything or if I missed anything please do let me know and also do not forget to subscribe and rate the podcast if you are enjoying and also please share with your friends as well.